Yo, what's up, guys? We are the White Potatoes. Somebody once told me that we would reach 150. I didn't think we would do it. But look at us now. We're talking about Shrek. And that's all I could say. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great intro. Thank you. If you guys couldn't tell because he just told you in that sick fucking intro, we're covering the movie Shrek. Shrek. And also, it's a very special 150th episode. 150 episodes. 150. That's, that's quite a bit. That's quite a lot. Actually, in six episodes, that'll be three years of episodes for one for each week. Nice. If you think about it, 52 times three. Three baby. years. Isn't that crazy? Three years, dude. With these guys, with these taters, with these taters, strictly. Thank you for sticking with along. St- thank you for uh, just thank you. Yeah, th- <laughs> th- if you're listening to this, you're the reason we're here. Yes, actually, not really. It's more of a selfish reason, but that's okay. <laughs> we can use you as an excuse. Anyway, um, I'm Stephen. I'm James, and welcome to our 150th episode. We are the, the right potatoes. potatoes. Episode 150. How to make it important, and of course, we picked Shrek. Yes. Here's the info. Shrek was released on May 18th, 2001, and was directed by Vicky Jensen and Andrew Adamson. The film stars Mike Myers, Michael Myers, oh my god, Eddie Murphy, John Lithgow, and Cameron Diaz. The film had a budget of $60 million USD and went on to make $491 million. Point eight, I guess, so damn. we'll call it 492 in the box office. God, damn. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, really good. <laughs> a million percent better. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, I would I, if I can change 60 million into 491 million. I'd be a happy little boy. Honestly, if I had 1 million, <laughs> I might be all right anyway. Yeah. All right, here's a synopsis for people who don't know what Shrek is about. But, um, yeah. You should fucking know. Sucks if you don't. Once <laughs> upon a time in a faraway swamp, there lived an ogre named Shrek. Mike Myers, who's... Precious solitude was suddenly shattered by an invasion of annoying fairy tale creatures. They were all banished from their kingdom by the evil Lord Farquaad, John Lithgow. Determined to save their home, not to mention his, Shrek cuts a deal with Farquaad and sets out to rescue Princess Fiona, Cameron Diaz, to be Farquaad's bride. Rescuing the princess may be a small may be small compared to her deep dark secret. Ooh, ooh. This sounds so crazy. Anyway. Here's our statistics that were like that. <laughs> the tomato meter gave this an 88%. This is an average rating of 7.8 out of 10. Total ratings, 211. 185 being fresh, 26 being rotten. The audience gave it a 90%. This is an average rating of 3.9 out of 5. Total ratings, there were more than 250,000. Doesn't say it. Any more than that. IMDb gave it a 7.9 out of 10. Movie House Memories gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. And 86% of Google users liked this movie. Hmm. Seems a little low to me. Really? Yeah. I feel I feel like Shrek would have been like a 95, dude. Yeah. Like, this is a banger. <laughs> it's pretty good. And it's surprising how, like, even without the sequels, it's still, like, a movie that resonates with everyone. Yeah, it's solid. Cards on the table. I went to uh, the Shrek rave. Ooh, was it sick? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Like, <laughs> I was I was hoping it was more like Shrek stuff. Okay, but it was more like it was like eighty. Let's say it's like sixty. No, it's like seventy percent more rave 
Everyone's yeah. dressed up like Shrek characters, which was cool. But it's like, I wanted more rave Shrek songs. Okay. Yeah, like actual mixes with Shrek music. Yeah, but it, there was a few. There was a couple. Not a few, but a couple. It's, a, it's like, hallelujah. I would have fought everyone. Shut up, donkey. I should like that would have been hella cool. But What I'm trying to say is I should be a fucking DJ. You should. I'm trying to look for my fucking... And my specialty would only be Shrek music. And I dress up like one of the three blind mice. Oh, my friend! Ooh, my shit. friend did him and his uh, his little crew. They dressed up as the the three blind mice. Who'd you dress up as? You'll see. Oh, that's right. I'm showing my picture of who I dressed up as. It's the yeah. executioner. Yeah. <laughs> three or what is it? Yeah. Pick number two, my lord. Yeah. Pick number three, my lord, or whatever, and he's holding yeah. up like two fingers. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I that's did. Sick. It's pretty good. I was pretty stoked on it. I mean, I've never been to a rave. Was it super ill? It was pretty fun. I didn't, like, for someone who doesn't do drugs or drink, I was like, I'm having a good time. Yeah. I was just there to have fun, and they were just, they were doing their thing, partying. And I was just in the middle of the crowd, and everyone's like, oh, like, no one was dressed up as the executioner. Dude. There was a lot of three blind mice. I seen a Pinocchio, a lot of Shreks and Fionas. Of course. Some girl had, like, the giant Farquaad head. Ooh, that's I was sick. like, that's fucking amazing. What about, like, uh... Was anyone the ugly stepsister? There's a couple. Yeah, that's tight. But like, I was like, no one. I was like, why didn't anyone think of the executioner? Is the best yeah, part. That's true. What about uh, was it fucking gingerbread man? Gingy? No, I didn't see no gingies. Fuck, that sucks. I would have been gingerbread man for sure. Yeah, because I'm fat. You're a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> but the gumdrop buttons. That's yeah. my shit, dude. But it was fun. I had. Everyone was there mainly for, like, rave deal, but I was just like, I'm here to fucking just dress up and be a fucking idiot. I feel like I could set up a rave pretty fucking decently if it was Shrek-themed, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, you actually have the movies playing in the background while the music's fucking going, dude. Yeah. You can make it happen easy. And then, of course, those sick mixes that I would make, dude. Fucking, I would, yeah, I'd be, I'd make hella mixes for Shrek shit, but. That'd be so fucking There was a couple, they were doing their best, but it was just mainly their own mixes they made. Yeah. Which is fine. I get it. Yeah. But whatever, dude. It sounds fucking whack like nobody knew what they were doing at a real shit, right? It is. What it, I had to leave because I was like, I had to be at work at 7, and it is uh, 12.30 right now, so I'm going to... I'll catch you guys it later. At? It was at Cargo. Oh, okay. So it was, like, actually in town. Yeah. That's kind of fun, though, still. It was... Yeah, because um, my buddy Colin, he's like, hey, Shrek Rave's coming. You going? And I was like, I'll go. You go. And then he's like, all right. And so I went and bought my ticket at Recycled Records. Ooh. And they're like, it's sold out, I guess. But I, I bought it like day of. Yeah. Or like the day before or some shit. And then it was like sold out. And people were like scalping their tickets, I guess. That's fucking And I was like, why don't you just go to Recycled Records? Like, I could have went for you to Recycled Records and paid face value. Yeah. Because like, yeah, our friend had to pay $300 for this. And I was like, damn. $300? Was like, you should have told me I would have went and paid $13 or whatever the fuck much it cost. Jeez, Got dude. two tickets. You should have just flipped them, man. I should have. <laughs> But yeah, but it was fun. But anyways, <laughs> enough about me and my escapades uh, at a as a as a seasoned raver. Yeah, maybe we, we should, don't call ourselves that. We should probably uh, set up like a thirtieth birthday party for Taylor and have it all Shrek themed, dude. Oh, that'd be fun. Everyone comes as a Shrek character. That'd be tight. I'll, I'll get I'll an just, actual donkey. I'll just be executioner <laughs> again. I'll, I'll get an actual donkey and put little fucking dragon wings on him. Oh Ooh, shit. That'd be sick, fool. Do Tucker. it. Do what you want, coward. Dude, let's see. I mean, I got a few years to go. <laughs> I got uh, 
about three years. We got three years to plan this, so it'll happen. I'm gonna make it. Do it. I'll still be executioner. It was <laughs> such. Why, a, yeah. it, I picked it because it was such an easy costume to do. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Where'd you get this?" And I was like, "Amazon." It's like, I bought everything. I bought all. Scrap I, it. Yeah. All I had to buy was like the thermal. It's like a thermal. Um, it's not a onesie. Yeah. But it's like I needed the gray spandex. Yeah. So yeah. I bought that, and then I just bought a shirt from Walmart. Cut yeah. the sleeves off. Made a fake mask. And that was it. That's pretty fucking quick. I'd probably do like uh, the man in the mirror kind of thing. Yeah. It'd be tight to have like a, almost have like a light on the inside of something that it actually shows once you turn the light on. Yeah. And, and yeah, that'd be fun, dude. I'd make it happen. Maybe I just like dressing up with stuff because it's just fun. That's it, dude. It's fun creating things. Your fucking scorpion t-shirt fucking yeah, I costume. Like the, yeah, I like the, not the hardcore cosplay, but just like the, the stuff around the house cosplay. Mm-hmm. I love doing that more than like. Actual cosplay, actual hard cosplay, because it's funner. And they're just like, "Holy fuck, you made this!" Like, yeah, I bought these shirts off fucking at High Lee's, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> All it took was a little time and hot glue. And... Fucking five bucks a pop, dude. Ten bucks a pop. Yeah, here we go. We got ourselves a costume. That shit's tight. That's beef. That's beef for you guys. That's if you didn't know, ingenuity at its what? finest. All right. All right. <laughs> we're back. We're back on track. Uh, critics positive reviews. Critics positive reviews. Everything about Shrek is good. It's all at once such an oddball movie and a towering achievement in animation. I think one feels the other. Hot take. Shrek is a great movie. It's not much of a hot take. Yeah, I'm sure most people would agree with you. <laughs> Number two, turning the fairy tale genre on its head. It was was a clever and and not totally novel notion at the time. Shrek still remains much of its iconic charm 20 years later. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah. Number three, 20 years later, Shrek remains a timeless animated classic thanks to its exceptional, highly entertaining story, which comes packed with a multitude of amusing moments and marvelous, fleshed-out characters that have you engaged every step of the way. Mm. Mm. Which, so that's that's a question I guess I have since they were able to use all these fairy tale creatures. Uh-huh. Um, how do they get the rights to do that? They, what do you think? Is it, or is it just open shop? It's or? open shop because Disney doesn't own the rights to... They're, the stories are older than Disney, so yeah. it should be like, as long as like as long as it doesn't look characters. like the characters from Disney, yeah, they should be fine. Well, because they had like uh, they had Snow White uh-huh. in there, right? They, who else? What was the other one? It was Snow White? Was it Cinderella? They had Cinderella, and then, and then obviously Princess Fiona. Yeah, but I think it was just because they we're, only showed like glimpses. Yeah, we're all, we're so used to like the Disney stuff that we think that. They made, they invented the fucking yeah, ugly stepsister and shit like that. But no, those Which, stories have been yeah. around for a long time. Well, yeah, especially yeah, Grim Brothers. Yeah, I mean that's where you got your Cinderellas and shit like that the, too. Right? Not Pinocchio, but still. Yeah. What's your favorite Grim fairy tale? I don't fucking honestly. Cinderella is the only one I can even remember reading like the full thing of. I just remember like the crows pecking out the fucking stepsister's eyes and shit. Uh huh. That's all I got. <laughs> that was honestly all I remember. Yeah, I only read one, and it's called Bearskin. Okay. And it's like this. Maybe we should read those. We should. Ooh, it's that'd be fun. it's like um, it's essentially Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Where like this prince has to like has to have one of these three sisters, one of them marry him, while he's wearing this bearskin, and when he, when he ha- puts it on, he becomes like the beast. Okay. And so each one of them try and marry him, but they like they can't do it, and they wind up killing themselves. Oh shit! And the whole like thing is like he made a deal with like the devil, so like. You could have your soul back if you could if you could do this thing. Yeah. And so he does it 
And then finally he gets one of them to marry him. He's like, ha, I beat you, devil. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I was like, I had one soul. Now I have four souls because everyone fucking kept killing themselves. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I got you. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you know, I think I actually have a bunch of the Grim Fairy Tales, like the actual Grim Fairy Tales book. I have one book of like I think a I bunch do too. I just never read it. I was, I, I began to read it and then I just like stopped. Stopped? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I do that a lot too. It's okay. Same. I'm trying to be better at it. <laughs> trying? Yeah. Same. Trying. I'm already. I'm. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm already there. I. Uh, what's really weird is like at the beginning of the year, like the first two months, maybe three months of the year, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fucking read all this, and then I just stop. Mm-hmm. So like for example, I read, I read the two books for the first couple of months. Yeah. And then March, I finished the third. Harry Potter, and then started the fourth, but mm-hmm. I'm still not done. So, here, yeah, I've which been, you just finished. I finished the fourth book of Harry Potter. I yep. have. I, I made a list about stuff I've read this year. Ooh, Most, good. some of them are books. Some of them are like graphic novels and stuff. Okay. I put them in the same car- category because I'm trying to whittle down up my your collection, my collection, and my giant stack of books that I have. Yeah. So I've read ge- a book called or a graphic novel called Genius. Okay. It's about this girl who's like who grew up in like South Central LA. And she, she has like a genius, like a genius level IQ. So she's using that to battle against the LAPD. Okay. And so like when they're like, she's calling all their shots because she's like she knows what their how their tactics are. Mm-hmm. And so she's using that to to her and her like her ghetto's advantage. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. That sounds interesting. Clown in a cornfield too. Ooh, yeah. It was the follow up to the book that we were both pretty disappointed in. Yeah, but this was a little bit better. Okay. I didn't okay. mind it. It was all right. Harry Potter 3, read that. Doomsday Clock. Ooh, yeah. That was pretty good. Good old DC. Yeah. And I started a series called Reckless by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. It's okay. like their own ind- independent stuff away from like the criminal okay. and shit like that. It's, it's their pretty own. good? Yeah. Okay. So I read Reckless, Destroy All Monsters, A Ghost in You, and Follow Me Down. It all follows the same guy. His name's Ethan Reckless. And he's just like a private investigator. You said, is this a graphic novel style? Yeah. Okay. And he's like a private investigator who gets caught up in like shit way over his head like every time. Okay. But it's pretty good. And then I read Water Treatment Grade 1. Ooh. <laughs> Trying to pass the that test. Fucking, that work, that workbook, baby. That workbook. <laughs> read it cover to cover. Failed my test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Now I got a 68. You need a 70. Oh, fuck. Like yeah, that, I, was, huh? I was right there. But I got... I got another one coming up in June. So. Got that fucking twat hair distance, baby. I was right there. You'll be there again. You'll, you got it, dude. And then Harry Potter 4. Fuck yeah. That's a solid list, dude. I got... Shit, I read Harry Potter 3, Prisoner of Azkaban. Then I read Only Good Indians. And then I'm reading Harry Potter 4 currently. Yeah. But I want to read... This year, at least, I want to read all the. I want to finish all the Harry Potter's, so I definitely will hop into the next one. Mm-hmm. And then I want to read Ready Player One finally because I bought it and it's just sitting there. And I want to start the uh, House of Leaves as well. Oh, and then it's um, so good. And then I got to set at least one other realistic expectation. You know what I'm saying? But uh, there's another one called um, The Chestnut Man mm-hmm. that I want to read that I've fucking had sitting on my shelf for a while too. It's like a horror. Yeah, a lot of the books I read, I, I more or less like horror books. Just because it keeps me a little bit more entertained. And I'm like, ooh, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what draws me in a little bit. Like, I read that one book, um, Imaginary Friend by Stephen Chabella. Mm-hmm. Chapoisky or something like that. I can't even pronounce it. But uh, that book was really well written. 
And so it was easy for me to read through it, dude. I finished that book pretty quickly. Yeah. But that that's kind of the thing, dude, is I was never really interested in read in reading in like high school mm-hmm. just because the way the books were written that they made us read. Oh was yeah. Like, of course. I was just fucking boring, dude. And like, you're being forced to read. Nobody wants to read something if they're being forced to it. Usually. Yeah. Right. Um, luckily, like some of the books I'd read, like Fahrenheit 451 was solid. Um, Slaughterhouse five, stuff like that. But, Brave New World's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if I ever read Brave New World. I don't know. I didn't go to high school with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at each other like, did we? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think I did. That wasn't one. We had to read, yeah. How Was it House on Mango Street? Um, What's it called? Great Gatsby. I had to read Great Gatsby. Yeah. Of Mice and Men. Um, What's the one with the boys on the island? Everyone's dying. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. So, yeah. Little stuff. Count of Monte Cristo. Ooh. Which that one was okay. To Kill a Mockingbird was good. Then we got to watch the movie and see the differences. Ooh, yeah, cool. you always had to do that. Yeah. But that's about it, you know. Anyway, to my point, uh, read the stuff you like. Yeah. Because <laughs> if not, you're not going to have fun. I always pick, all of my stuff I read are like movie based. Yeah. Like the books and the movies. Yeah. Like I have the Crazy Rich Asian trilogy. Ooh, shit. <laughs> I bought it for my mom and I was like. You like that movie so much. You, I was like, you read too. It was like, here's the books. She never read them. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna take this back then because uh, hashtag Indian giver. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna read them. I'll I'll fucking read them. Yeah, that's kind of like a well. Taylor and I we went and got some books the other day, and we actually saw some of the Fear Street books. Uh-huh. And so we're like, ooh, like the Fear Street was fun for what they did on Netflix. So yeah. She grabbed some of the books, and we'll probably end up reading those. But she's been reading uh, the Hunger Games. Yeah. So, she's all about that shit. But read. That's what we need. Yeah, read. Read if you don't, whatever, but I enjoy it. I have fun. Yeah. That's Anyways, <laughs> we got to jump back. Oh, in. yeah, back on track. Yeah, dude. sorry, guys. It was uh, talking time <laughs> with uh, Stephen and James. This is uh, episode 150. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. Number four, Shrek is unashamed of its modern flourishes at the same time, especially for young viewers. It works as well as a straightforward and quite funny fable. The animation, coordinated by directors Andrew Adamson and Vicky Jensen, is impressive. Mm, I like that. And number five. The first Oscar for Best Animated Feature went to Shrek. An absurd choice to those of us who believe that Pixar's Monsters, Inc. was the year's best tune flick. Still, this is nevertheless a snappy comedy that manages to stick it to the entire genre. Mm, Monsters Inc. versus this, huh? Ooh, uh, the yeah. a- the animation I would say for Monsters Inc. was ten times better. Yeah. If, if you go back and watch Shrek, it's not the greatest, dude. Actually. Yeah, it's it's two thousands PlayStation oh, two cutscene. So fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, versus Monsters, it, it's impressive that it got it over something like Monsters yeah. Inc. Because Monsters Inc. is a fucking it's good. It's gold. So, uh, just quick fun fact for. Uh, you know from steve <laughs> uh anyway taylor one time we had uh there was like a shooting in a street nearby and uh the cops came up to oh, the yeah. house <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking for uh basically anybody who might have some footage of like a car driving by or like these people whatever blah 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 anyway she let she has the cop come in while like she's looking at the camera or whatever mm-hmm. and she's by herself she has Shrek playing <laughs> right as the cop comes in in the background you hear get out of my swamp <laughs> <laughs> and then of course uh, the wife was just 
embarrassed and she was like oh yeah that's funny <laughs> i thought it was fucking hilarious Hell but yeah. um yeah so shrek gang we also have shrek tattoos so that's it that's all you need to know we don't they do well thief could <laughs> i could he could hop in who on this dude I, what, 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 what will it be i'll let you design it dude you got to get the fucking executioner. i have to you God are the it. executioner dude Ooh, and then you should have him like holding up his two fingers or whatever mm-hmm. and then have a banner and said pick number three my lord <laughs> <laughs> that would be tight his name's Thelonious isn't it yeah that's it there's a this is not in the fun fact sorry sorry side story again there's a theory that they think that the executioner is an ogre oh okay. because of how big he is and he's like his size matches Shrek yeah and the way like he never takes off his hood so like that's what they think that's kind of he fun. might be an ogre that's kind of fun dude yeah I wonder if somebody can clarify that. Yep. Adam, uh, Adam, uh, what is that? What's your name? <laughs> Director guy. Adam. Uh, Andrew Adamson Shimmerman. and Vicky Jensen. Uh, email me and we'll figure this out. Yeah, together. we should actually uh, reach out to them. I'll just send an email. I'm always sending emails. Like it did to that other platform and they responded and we're like. Oh, fuck them. That shit was so funny. Oh, those guys <laughs> assholes. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, if you guys have any ideas for episodes. Like, yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, an episode of Go Fuck Yourself, Bitch? Anyway, speaking of which, <laughs> Critics Negative Reviews. Critics Negative Reviews. Unfortunately, when you take the humor out, there isn't much going on for it. Well, yeah, why would you want a movie that's not funny? You want yeah, to keep yeah. going through, you fucking loser. Anyway, two. Sarcastic, nasty tone of the smug hip- hipness clashes might- mightily with the film's shrill attempts at sincerity and lesson learning. Hmm. Eh. It's, it's dumb fun, baby. Yeah. I mean, trying to prove no fucking points. Shrek's ability to fit in a number of touching, funny moments says much about the intelligence and wit behind it. It's just a shame that the film is never as clever or as hip as it so desperately feels the need to be. Lies. It is very hip. Very cool. Number four. After a 90-minute onslaught of in-jokes, here's the real punchline. Shrek strives to have heart. Uh, supposedly there's a message about beauty coming from within, but somehow it rings hollow. What do you mean, apparently? No, it doesn't ring hollow. Yeah, it's... Beauty is in the eye, right? Yeah. Because obviously she falls in love with Shrek, but she doesn't personally want to be an ogre, so... She thinks that her ogre side is the ugly side. Correct. Even though... And and, then, but she still falls in love with Shrek, even yeah. though he's still a fucking ogre. Even though, yeah, he believes that like no one would love an ogre, too. Yeah. Who could love the... Hideous, ugly beast. Yeah, like he says. Yeah. <laughs> Blue flower, red thorns. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, which is, it's almost like a Beauty and the Beast fucking style story. Yeah. You know? Just some uh, glorified bestiality. Anyway, here's number five. <laughs> there are numerous faults in Shrek. Enough to addle the brain. Chief among these are the narrative inform infirmities which begin with the attempt at creating a fairy tale that subverts the storytelling conventions of tradition that's just too much there's a lot of big words yeah those big words fucking thrown together big words for a little man you know (laughs) big words for a little bitch (laughs) fuck you (laughs) all right let's go to these audience positives audience positive reviews oh this is an amazing classic funny and entertaining film with heart and humor this is one of many of DreamWorks' wonderful movies. I love this movie and its main character, Shrek. Four stars for me. Ooh, that's it? That's all I could give. Wow. Uh, at a max of four. Yeah, that's it. This is the best movie of all time. None of none else could compare. This movie got my family out of out of the projects and raised my mom from the 
from the dead because of how good it was. <laughs> if you do not watch this at least five times a day, then you are mentally unstable. <laughs> that was a great review. I was like, what? <laughs> I love that. Literally the best movie ever. I don't know why everyone hasn't seen this. We should drop copies of Shrek on every continent so everyone ever can see it because it is a good movie. I like it a lot. It is funny. <laughs> Dude, it's like the guy on TikTok who literally just opens up. He has like a stack of fucking Shrek uh, VHSs, dude. The same guy with Titanic. He has like over a thousand. Dude, <laughs> it's so funny because he's just—he's like, trying to win the Hyundai, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, that's what it was. It's so good, and he's like, "Nope, not today." Oh, I love it. But yeah, there's a guy who does—he does all Titanic VHSs. That's fucking hilarious. And he's like, "There," I forget how many he said were made. There's over fifteen thousand printed, and I have one thousand or some shit. And he's like Jesus, trying to get them all, dude. That's impressive. It's funny. I like that. <laughs> and every time he's like, I got a package from so-and-so, and he's just so excited every time he opens it. I wonder what it is. <laughs> and last, number five. Oh, no. Number, number four. four. This is one of the greatest animated movies ever. It is hilarious and has a unique story, memorable characters, and a great message and great music. Truly a one-of-a-kind film. <laughs> just one of my favorite scenes, just because it's fucking funny. Uh-huh. Shrek, obviously, is just fumbling and shit. He's like, hey, princess... Are you gonna finish that? <laughs> he had it in the bag. Yeah, dude. He's at like, the goal fuck. line, he's like, no. It's like I'm such an idiot. I was thinking, oh, that's hideous. I was like, hey, that's not nice. It's just a donkey. It's just a donkey. <laughs> oh, dude, some of the shit it is so witty. And oh. then the, I love the. I never got the the adult humor until way later. Yeah. When they see his castle for the first time, he's like, maybe he's compensating for something. Yeah. <laughs> he just starts laughing. It's so good. And last one, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Amazing characters, great music, hilarious. Uh, as an 11-year-old, I would definitely recommend this. As an 11-year-old write this or as an 11-year-old? Mm. I'm confused by that. Uh, he, he's recommending it as an 11 year old yeah, as an 11 year old mm. I would definitely recommend this I just wish it got more at the box office it, it got a way shit ton, homie. more I think I think how dark and sexual it was was a great idea yeah this is not an 11 year old writing this yeah <laughs> <laughs> the jokes were made perfect because because of this one drawback is that the movie wasn't long enough my favorite movie out uh, out quadrilogy out of the quadrilogy so watch this now I, I think like two. That. I think two is my favorite. I can't even. Is okay. So I don't know if I. I know one and two. I think pretty pretty well. Yeah. Number two is where he meets the parents. Yeah, right? he goes the. Okay. Uh, far far away. And then he becomes fucking handsome trick. Yeah. Yeah. Cute button nose. Yeah. That's uh. Yeah, because I always say like. Pretty good. Yeah, I always say bet my bottom. Like I say that all the time <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> oh, dude. Ogres have layers. Yeah. I do reference uh, myself as an ogre. All I the just time. like the ogres are like onions, like they stink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Shrek movies and donkey. I'm all alone. There's no one to be riding me. But, but you, you gotta, gotta have stop friends. singing. <laughs> well, it's no wonder you don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? If you fucking suck at singing, you won't have any friends. Oh. Shrek taught me that. But that's it. All right, what movies we got? How many do we have? We have there's like four. I thought there was like five of them bitches. Dude. There's a rumored five, but oh. there are four in the quadrilogy. 
Tell me about it. So Shrek 1, Shrek 2. What's Shrek 3? Shrek the 3rd. We'll just give you the synopsis. When King Harold suddenly croaks, Shrek Mike Myers learns he will have to rule the land of far, far away. Unless he could find a suitable heir to the throne, the most the most promising candidate is Princess Fiona Cameron Diaz's cousin, Artie. Justin Timberlake, a teenage slacker in a medieval high school. Shrek and his trusted com- companions, Donkey, Eddie Murphy, and Puss in Boots, Antonio Banderas, set out to bring Artie back to find to find their mission as is a bigger challenge than they expected. Huh. Okay. I don't know that I ever saw that one. Or at least maybe the, it wasn't just uh, recognizable. Or, or, or what's the word I'm looking for? It didn't stick with me. Yeah. Let's just say that. And then there's a, what's the fourth one? Uh, long settled in a married life and fully domesticated, Shrek Mike Myers begins to long for the days he had felt like when he felt like a real ogre. Duped into signing a contract with a devious Rumpelstiltskin, he finds himself in an alternate version of Far, Far Away, where ogres are hunted, Rumpelstiltskin rules, and he and Fiona Cameron Diaz have never met. Shrek must find a way to find a way out of the contract and restore his world and reclaim his true love. Ooh, okay. So it has Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. And then you got the Puss in, Bo- Puss in Boots movie and then the the new Puss in Boots movie, which I heard was hella good. I heard it was hella good. That shit had high ratings, baby. It did. Um, I would say, yeah, between one and two. I like number one a lot, but number two is definitely fun. Yeah. So. I just like number two because of the I Need a Hero song. I thought it was in the first one. No, it was in the second one. Is it? Oh, yeah, because then they're all fighting with the fucking uh, fairy godmother. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You, you right. I need a hero. <laughs> and then fucking giant gingerbread man, dude. That always, like, I'm not going to lie, gets me a little choked up. Just because he's <laughs> the just giant like, we can't leave him. Oh, dude. And he's like, be good. Yeah. And he's like, no. And they just hook him up and take him. I was like, oh, God. Dude, I don't remember. Does uh, does that give a nod to Terminator 2 also? Does his hand come up? No. Of, okay. I, wh- what movie gave the fucking... Oh, it was Ready Player One. <laughs> Fuck, we were just talking about that. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Here's the critics' negative reviews. Audience negative reviews. I honestly don't get why people pretend like this movie is a cinematic masterpiece. The story had potential, but it's completely ruined by the movie trying to desperately trying desperately to be funny. I didn't laugh once at any of the jokes the movie tried to make, and the fact that the movie was trying desperately to be funny didn't help either. You said that, like, fucking five times. Yep. The humor, as far as you can even call it that, is about as witty as Rick and Morty, oh. a show that, despite the copy pasta uh, about needing a, a high IQ to fully understand it, relies mostly on shock humor, but fails entirely to make even a single one of the jokes land. Sounds like you're not smart enough to get the jokes. No. And Some it sounds the- like you're bummed about it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to talk about Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty because the jokes are a little bit smart. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know like a little bit to like know like get a joke that lands. Yeah, certain things that are funny. Yeah, like my one of my favorite jokes in that show is uh they're in like the the Mad Max universe or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What's that? Is that the Thunderdome?" And he's like, "You mean the Blood Dome?" Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Save it for the Semantics Dome, E.B. White." And then E.B. White is a person who wrote a book on semantics, <laughs> so that's why that book is so fucking funny to me. Yeah, it's it's little shit like that. I would I would think that like people don't know. Yeah, but that's it's fucking hilarious, dude. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good time. We like smart humor here. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number two, this movie is so 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 fucking bad. I'm assuming is what that says. It says F asterisk 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 bad. I cannot even begin. It's not funny. It's vanish vanishingly endearing. It's bad. 
What? So bad. Why? <laughs> because they had fucking Smash Mouth. Because <laughs> Smash Mouth ruled the charts? Dude, that was it. Straight up. That, that's what fucking... You should think fucking Shrek Smash Mouth. Yeah. Did you go see Smash Mouth at fucking... I didn't. Shields, dude? No. Oh, I don't think man. I was here. I don't know why I ended up there, but I was there. <laughs> <laughs> was it badass? It was all right, dude. Like, it was fun. Or Yeah, because it was Smash Mouth, and I think... Uh, what was another one that I saw? Well, I saw like the Plain White Tees uh-huh. and fucking... Who was the other one that played with them? Anyway. I don't know. That sounds fucking the, cool. Dude, the Plain White Tees and... Some other band did a fucking tour, and they literally stopped at Walmart parking lots, dude. It was so tight. <laughs> I, now I need to know who the fuck it is, because I can't remember the band's name. Yeah, I don't think um, I was here for that. Let's see. Hero. Uh, Boys Like Girls. Oh, so it was, dang. That was three heaters right bro. there. Well, okay, this one wasn't was Smash Mouth, but oh. yes. Um, there was one that was, uh, it was plain white tees and boys like girls. Dude. Uh-huh. And then they showed up at the fucking Walmart parking lot in Carson. All, all places. Dude. They closed down like the whole fucking parking lot. It was tight. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. I saw Smash Mouth and I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's just like an old dude band now. Yeah, you know? dude, of course it is. It's a fucking, I mean, that's all it ever was. <laughs> that guy always just rubbed me They wrong. were just born old. <laughs> It was like Uncle Cracker. You remember that one song he did? Yeah, it was the one-hit wonder crew, dog. That's I think they had two did. hits, but I don't know. I don't know. 90s music, dude, is my shit, and there's a lot of those one hits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. Shrek's story is littered with cliches and predictable plot elements, and its humor is as immature and confusing as a really bad Adam Sandler movie. Lie. Mike Myers, unless he's got a really unique script, never seems to do anything for me, and Shrek has a really bad script. Lie. You know, I'm actually, I'm not a huge Mike Myers fan, uh-huh. but I loved fucking um, Austin Powers. I think it was like one, two, and three. Number two, obviously, was the best with Mini Me, right? Come yes. Um, but th- I mean, those hit. I-, I loved all the sexual innuendos. The fact that his chest hair is in the shape of a dick, and I never noticed <laughs> for the longest time, really pissed me off. Um, but other than that, I mean, his voice is fine in this, mm-hmm. but that's about all I got for him. I think I love Mike Myers for the Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2. Oh, I guess you're right, huh? Yeah, Wayne's World's pretty good, too. Yeah. I'll give him that. Even though I'm not an SNL movie kind of guy. So I Married an Axe Murderer. He's Never great that. that. You should. What, does he take a serious role? Uh, he, he? he does the whole, plays multiple characters. Oh, okay. But it's it's good. Okay. It's not serious, but it's good. I, I would watch it still, just to give it a try. Yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, shouts out him for picking up the slack on Shrek, dude, which I'm sure there's something in the fun facts about who originally yep. was going to do of it. Of course. Did you hear the recordings of those? Yeah. Oh, it would have been so good. It would have been good, but it's just like what we could have had, you know, it sucks. But guess what? We'll talk about it because beef is going to tell you the good news. But it wasn't good news. <laughs> Number four. Yes, yes, yes. That word is all I can say to this. A perfect blend of gorgeous voice acting and phenomenal animation. The story is the stuff of legend and character design you feel in a way comfortable. I say this the same way you'd call an old friend comfortable. Wait, what? That sounds very, really positive. Why is that positive? What the <laughs> fuck? Why would you give it a negative score and give it such a good... Anyway. Well, that's fun. Okay, <laughs> let's go number five. Shrek nowadays is just a meme, nothing else, period. And like what fuels all my hatred up to date. Shrek fucking ruined your life. Shrek ruined his life. <laughs> That's what happened. I just want to know how. He went to see it and then got up. 
he stepped on gum, and then we tried to try to peel his foot off. His shoe came off, and then he stepped on a he stepped on a slushy with his sock foot. Ooh, that and was so it, he was dude. mad. That was it. And then he tried dude. to get a refund, but he was too far into the movie to get a refund. Fuck you, Shrek. And then he went to his car, and then he left his keys on the seat. Yeah. And it was really <laughs> hot that day. <laughs> it was just like the worst day of his life. Um, did you? So there was that. There was the uh, review where it said Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Yeah. Did you ever watch that video? No. Fuck, dude. <laughs> so Shrek is love, Shrek is life. It's literally like this animated like fan film. Uh huh. But it's literally about this guy like. Yeah, I let Shrek put his member in me, and then I rode on his back as we flew through the sky. It's the fucking weirdest video, dude. <laughs> and it's like Shrek is love, Shrek is life. You'll have to watch it. It's fucking funny. I I but Shrek it. is love, Shrek is life. Beef, what score would you have given? Eighty-eight, this movie? uh, ninety-four-six. Ooh, that's fucking high, dude. Yeah, I'll go ninety-six. That's fucking. I'll stick good. with it. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I'm. I've seen it in theaters, of course. So good. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and since it's it stood the test of time for... I would agree. 20 years. I feel like it's gotten like more noticed, you know? Like, yeah. way more people are into it now. They have a fucking Shrek rave. Yeah, there you go, dude. <laughs> so, like, yeah. 90, I'll, 96 for me. Okay. I'll go... I'll, I'll stick up there with you. Let's go 96 for me, too. Um... Just because it's super nostalgic, dude. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal movie. I remember having it on VHS and it pissed me off because its case was big for no reason. Yeah, for there sure. no reason. Anyway, 96 across the board, babies. <laughs> um, but you guys already know what time it is. It's time for those motherfucking fun facts with James, baby. And now, fun facts with James. That's me. The principal actors never never met each other. They read all their parts separately, uh, with the reader feeding them the lines. John Lithgow later admitted that, while he enjoyed playing Lord Farquaad, he was a little disappointed that he never actually worked with directly with Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, or Eddie Murphy. Fuck, that sucks. I know. Here's the fun fact. Chris Farley was originally cast as Shrek and even recorded most, most all of his dialogue. It was like 70% he recorded. Yeah. However, after his death, the role was given to fellow Saturday Night Live performer Mike Myers. Shrek's air quote Shrek's air quotes in the film as an homage to Farley, uh, whose character Bennett Bauer also used who also used air quotes. That was weird. <laughs> a story reel a story reel featuring the sample of Farley's rec- recorded dialogue was leaked to the public in August 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. How many years later? That's yeah. fucking 14 years after the movie came out. Mm-hmm. God dang. Maybe they had to wait for rights. the rights or the contract yeah. to expire or something like that before they could release anything. Yeah. The song All Star by Smash Mouth heard in the opening credits was was only a placeholder for test screening. It was only a, was only a placeholder for test screenings until a new song could be found. The test audiences loved it and the producers kept it in. When the producers decided to keep All Star, they decided to let it to let the band perform the last song in the movie, I'm a Believer fucking solid yeah Shrek received his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame what I didn't know that me neither Mike Myers originally voiced Shrek in his natural speaking voice before the film was test screened he tried uh, uh, he then tried country Canadian accents for Shrek however after viewing a rough cut of the film he felt that something was missing from his performance and re-recorded all of his lines with a Scottish accent based on the, the voice his mother used when reading him his bedtime stories as a child 
The original voice can be heard can still be heard uh, in the technical goofs on the DVD. The decision to revoice Shrek in a Scottish accent added added ended up costing the film an additional four million. Sorry, uh, it took him twenty sessions to complete the re the revoice over. And also, and it could be also stated that Shrek's accent is similar to the one Mike Myers used as the character of Fat Bastard in the Austin Powers series. Yeah. This was his first voice performance in an animated film. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. How many has he done since? I wonder. Voice performances? Probably just mainly Shrek. I think so, huh? Yeah. Eddie Murphy says Shrek is, the Shrek series is among his favorite, his best works. Not favorite, but best. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Nutty Professor? Oh. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> the line, you're on your way to smack bottom, was improvised by Mike Myers after he got after he got annoyed with one of the directors. He also used the line a few years earlier while playing his Austin Powers counterpart in the popular music video of, of Madonna's song, Beautiful Stranger. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you're on your way to smack bottom. <laughs> the scene where Princess Fiona burps was written after a recording session where Cameron Diaz burped after drinking a Coca-Cola. Eddie Murphy improvised... Donkey's response to Shrek. She's just, she's she's as nasty as you are. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's BAFTA nomination for his voiceover performance was the first of its kind. Oh shit. Yep. Mike Myers was hesitant was hesitant hesitant about succeeding the the role of Shrek at, from Chris Farley due to them being friends and and believing it was disrespectful to do so. But after thinking it over and the producers all telling Myers, it can't just, can't we just settle, oh, sorry, can't we just settle this over a pint? He decided to take on the role, and that line was eventually used in the final cut of the film. Mm-hmm. Which, in the wrestling scene? Yeah. Wasn't the, I, I don't know who I was talking to about, it might have been you, actually, but uh, we were talking about how Mike Myers literally was just like, well, I don't want any of Chris Farley's shit done, yeah. like, at all. He refused. Mm-hmm. Is that part of this? Yes. Oh, never mind, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> the late Alan Rickman was initial ca- was initial casting was the initial casting choice for the role of Lord Farquaad. However, Rickman opted to portray the role of Professor Severus Snape in the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone instead. Thank fucking. The goodness. role ultimately went to John Lithgow. Yeah, I would just tight still. Yeah, John Lithgow is a fucking gangster too, but Snape, dude, come on, who would have been Snape if not? I don't know. Nobody. 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 <laughs> Mike Myers was in New York City when they realized that the line "What are you doing in my swamp?" had never been read. So producer Jeffrey Katzenberg flew to flew to New York City and had Mike Myers read the line in the back of a limo. Ooh, shit! Get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> when the fairy tale creatures arrive at Shrek's swamp, you could see Papa Bear comforting Baby Bear at the fire. Later in Lord Farquaad's castle, he watches Fiona in the mirror, and you can see Mama Bear as a rug. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, skinned and lying on the floor her ultimate fate however seems to be okay she reappears in the video slash dvd karaoke scene dancing with papa and baby bear oh shit that's kind of funny though yeah the computer animation production started on the project in in october on october 31st 1996 and it took more than Damn. four and a half years to complete yeah because it came out in 2001 dude yep. so five years in between god but dang. they do take that long anyways movies usually take a little bit. Well, animated movies they? take like three to five. Yeah. So they'd be like, they'd be working on shit we don't even know about yet. Fuck, that's so tight. I love that though. Mm-hmm. The effects department actually took mud showers to study how realistically to portray mud in the film. 
which yeah the mud shower in general in the beginning yeah. so that was probably one of my like the way it looks it's so good it looks great yeah they all look pretty good the film's art director Douglas Rogers visited uh, Magnolia Plantation in Charleston, South Carolina to do research on the look of Shrek's swamp. He ended up being chased by an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking entertaining. Prior to release, the movie was viewed by DreamWorks lawyers since they were concerned that Disney would sue over the movie's not-so-subtle satirical references to the company's films and theme parks. Ooh. That's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. how, how the fuck are you getting away with that? I guess they got the go-ahead. Steven Spielberg was originally going to produce the film in 1991 when he was in charge of Amblin Entertainment. Then the film would have a, would have been a hand-drawn animation, and it was going to star Bill Murray as Shrek and Steve Martin as Donkey. Bill Murray, huh? I don't know if we could, uh, I don't know about that. I dude. think it would, yeah, it wouldn't. I don't think no. it would. And for Donkey, it, it was uh, Steve Martin. Steve, Steve Martin, Martin could do it, I think. Voiceover, but I think Bill Murray would just be. It'd sound lazy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, Janine Garofalo was originally set to voice Princess Fiona, but was but was su- summarily fired without explanation after the death of Chris Farley. Do uh, to this day, Garofalo has no idea why she was let go. That's kind of odd. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would have sounded like. I have no idea. Cameron Diaz does a good job though. Yeah. Fare thee well, ogre. <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of was what kind of knight are you? Yeah. One of a kind. <laughs> so good. So where are you going? The exit's this way. So, well, I have to save my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Literally talking about donkey. Yeah. So good. Rank number eight on the American Film Institute's list of ten greatest films in the genre animation. Oh, only shit. The only non-Disney or Pixar film on the list. I was going to say, yeah. this It's a hard one to fucking go against, dude. Yeah. There's a couple of DreamWorks that are bangers, though. This one, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Um, How, to, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, that is DreamWorks, huh? Yep. Which is solid. That is a solid movie. Yeah. Anyway, there's a few bangers. <laughs> the, oh, fucking Illumination. Is DreamWorks, right? No, it's Sony. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> the song I'm a Believer, which has become one of the series' theme songs, was chosen specifically because of the line, I thought I thought love was only true in fairy tales. Ooh, so good. Yeah. Because the film took so long to make, DreamWorks were able to reference other films that they weren't even that weren't even made yet. When the film was conceived. Matrix, 1999, for example. Ooh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. The song Welcome to Duloc, which is sung by the wooden dolls in the cabinet <laughs> at the entrance of Duloc, is not only a parody of Disney's It's a Small World, but it's mm-hmm. but it's in the same key as the and has the same beats per minute tempo as the Disney song. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Shine your shoes, wipe your face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep up off the grass. Shine your shoes, wipe your Face. <laughs> I just love that the, the picture. Yeah, and I, I love it too. Like when the the mascot, for example, with the big yeah. Farquaad head, he's like fucking running through, <laughs> through the stanchions, and then fucking Shrek just, just walking through. through. Yeah. The whole animation team from Ants, 1998, DreamWorks' first animated movie, were recruited to work on Shrek. Ooh, good. I had to fucking save their ass because Ants was fucking. Not great. I had a fun time with the ants. I mean, like, I like it because it's so. I mean, it's... not great animation wise. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying like compared to Bugs Life, mm-hmm. which we we all know that story, right? Hopefully, yeah. two dudes worked on a Bugs Life. One dude split off, made ants, basically, and then uh, anyway, ants. I had I did have a good time. Because wasn't just... Arnold a character? No, the big buff ant. It was Stallone. Oh, Stallone. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. who it was. So good. I, I actually haven't seen it in a long time. Me neither. We should probably just watch it oh, just for, to watch it. Yeah. Robin Williams was going to have a role in the film, but he suffered 
a bitter falling out with Jeffrey Katzenberg when Katzenberg was still working at Disney and refused to work with him. Ooh, fucker. I wonder yeah. what they did. It was over Aladdin. I was going to say, I know obviously Aladdin was like the last thing he really because, did, right? Yeah, the story behind that is Robin Williams like, he's like, yeah, I'll do the movie. Like, I want to do it. But he had, in his contract, he didn't want to be the main focus, like, for marketing or anything like that because he was such a big he's such a big star he didn't yeah. want he didn't want to be centric to all of that okay and they're like yeah for sure we're not going to do that and they fucking did it okay and so that's why he's like he's all pissed off they went it. yeah they went behind his back and didn't go by their word yeah so that's why he's still sour and because he did that because they did that he wrote in his contract that they can't because he recorded so many so much dialogue for the genie yeah that in his contract they can't use anything that he recorded for 25 years after his death fuck yeah that's kind of cool though mm-hmm. good for you yeah smart that was Playing my the guy dude game. that's my fucking boy Ugh. Robin Williams R.I.P. the fucking realist dude anyway for real. uh, A Fairy Godmother was originally included in the movie but was cut in the beginning of the movie's production she eventually appeared in Shrek 2 and would form a lasting impact across the film series this is the only one that doesn't feature her at all. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Eddie Murphy and Jeffrey Katzenberg have known each other since the beginning of their film careers. They promised that one day that they would be they would do an animated film together, which culminated in this film. Katzenberg even recommended Murphy for the part of Donkey and no one else. He thinks it's Murphy's best work. I love him yeah. as Donkey, honestly. Cameron Diaz had uh, having gone having undergone kung fu training during the making of Charlie's Angels 2000, became very physical in recording her kung fu moves for Fiona's fight with Robin Hood and, or, and his merry men, at times even broke out into Cantonese. That's <laughs> sight. <laughs> Storyboard artist Cody Cameron provided voices for Pinocchio and the Three Little Pigs. In fact, several of the artists voiced the similar characters that they, that they drew in the scenes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Imagine that. Dude. Yeah, because the director, I think, is... Uh, he is a gingerbread man. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I would love to voice one of those characters. Yeah. Man. I think I should be a voice actor. I, could, I think I could do it. Try it. Hello. <laughs> just kidding. Just, hey, it's me. <laughs> Over 1,000 fantasy characters invade Shrek's swamp at the beginning of the movie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. There's some really good references in there, too. There's a lot. Three little pigs. The three blind the, mice. Three blind mice. The pharaoh. Um, Pinocchio, obviously. What the, I'm trying to think of... Um, Little Red Riding Hood. Yep. Uh, Snow White. Snow White, of course. Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty, because they have the three godmothers. Yeah. That go into the tent. That's true. That's all I got. There, uh, There's three, probably more. Goldilocks and Three Bears, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Woman in Her Shoe. Oh, and yeah. They have, um, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. The Woman in Her Shoe. What is it? Um, Peter Piper. Yeah. Or the the rat. The rat guy. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew. Peter no, Pettigrew. Uh, that's it. That's all yeah. I got for now. I'll have to think of more. Yeah. In 2007, Jeffrey Katzenberg said that the film not only saved the company, financially speaking, but that it gave DreamWorks Animation an and, and image that allowed... I'm sorry. That it... That, start over. Sorry, everyone. But that it gave DreamWorks Animation an image that allowed them to make Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda, and How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, okay. Very good. Madagascar. Yeah. The animation still all square blocky and yeah. shit. When the, don- when the donkey goes off alone in the castle, 
in search of stairs, he mutters, I'm the Stairmaster. <laughs> this is the same line spoken by Eddie Murphy in The Nutty Professor after transforming into the character's <laughs> alter ego, Buddy Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the master of the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when Mike Myers came on board, he insisted on a complete script rewrite to remove any mm-hmm. vis- vestiges of Chris Farley's involvement. Myers didn't want to be influenced in any way by Farley's interpretation. Yeah. Which I, I, I get it. It just kind of sucks still, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wipe fir- the man, dude. <laughs> uh, first 2001 film to win Best Animated Feature Oscar, beating out Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, and Monsters, Inc. Which is still weird to me. Monsters, Inc. in this one, I would think it would have like a really good fight. Yeah. Jimmy Neutron was fun, though, too. <laughs> Gaming host Jim Lang and Jimmy Fallon recorded a voice of the Magic Mirror. Lang, in particular, host, uh, particular hosted the dating game, 1965, which the Mirror parodies. Eventually, however, the Mirror was voiced by storyboard artist Chris Miller. <laughs> Tight. Well, sit back and relax, my lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, you're not a king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Farley's version of Shrek was completely different from Mike Myers' version. Farley's version was about Shrek not wanting to scare people, f- but to be a knight. Fiona, originally voiced by Janine Garofalo, was to be a brash and sar- sarcastic character. Hmm. I, want, I would like to have seen an interpretation, at least, from there, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, what we got is great, but it would have been nice just to see what the original story would have been. Yeah. After Farley's passing, talks went around that the studio went around the studio about hiring an impersonator to finish the... F- to finish the lines at one point Chris's brother Kevin Farley uh, thought about finishing the rest of his lines but didn't due to being too shook up from his brother's death fuck that sucks yeah the original pit in the original pit Shrek was to be a knight and rescue donkey from a wicked witch Shrek was also varied from Scottish to Canadian and then back to Scottish again (laughs) (laughs) hey you gotta do what you gotta do yep Cameron Diaz said that Princess Fiona's romantic slash practical nature was more like her sister rather than herself that's kind of funny. <laughs> Toward the end, Dragon knocks out the last pane of glass, uh, knocks out the last pane of glass in a stained window. All of that remains is the dragon at the bottom. Tight. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> That's kind of funny. After Neil Diamond went to see the DreamWorks animated hit, he heard a group of giggling young, youngsters singing "I'm a Believer" in the lobby of the theater. I couldn't resist, and I went over and joined in. And we just sang the song together. The 61-year-old singer revealed that in December 2002. They had no idea that I had written it or who I was. They just thought I was some weird guy and wanted to join in the singing. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that would be me, though, dude. Like, I'd be singing something and probably not know what the person was like. And Neil like. Diamond walks up. Yeah. Like, you know how that was? I'm like, nope. Uh, yeah. That's Neil fucking Diamond. Which, actually, there was a... I watched a video, and there's a dude... I don't even remember his name, but basically there's a guy covering his song in, like, a fucking bar... And uh, he goes and like sings with the dude. That's Maj Yahoo. Yeah, it is, dude. You know exactly. <laughs> I remember that. So anyway, yeah, that that one, I fuck with that video. I do because like, you was, know who wrote that? He's like, yeah, Maj Yahoo, and he's like, that's me. Yeah, he's like, that's me. He's like, no fucking way. Now, yeah, that would be me. I seen the video. Uh, there's a follow up video where he's at the show. Oh no shit. Yeah, that's kind of like tight. he brings him up on stage and he like he's like sing the song or sing it and they fucking sing together. Ooh, which that song's pretty good, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to much of that, but. I like that. I believe it. Shrek's production was so grueling that DreamWorks allegedly used it as a sort of punishment. Animators who made a mistakes on Prince of Egypt were reassigned to Shrek. This became known as getting Shrek. Fuck, that's kind of funny, dude. Prince of Egypt fucking sucked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually don't really remember it. I don't remember it either. I, which is why I'm saying it sucked. Yeah. It must it's have the not same been thing that, that happened. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that happened with uh, Pocahontas and, and Lion King. 
they all got moved to. It wasn't like a punishment, but it was just like all the like the A team and like the good B team. They all went and worked on Pocahontas while there was like the interns and the C listers were like, "You guys can work on Lion King." And which one was better? Fuck, <laughs> get him, dude. Yeah, get him. Mike Myers improvised improvised numerous lines in the in the film, including when he addresses the guests at Fiona and Farquaad's wedding. What's he say? I don't remember. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it last week. And I, like, I know. I watch it all the time, and I'm like, uh, I don't even remember. Uh, Mike Myers actually read opposite his then-wife, Robin Ruzan, when recording his lines for the, the climactic love scene at the end of the movie. Oh. Well, that's nice. What's his wife look like, I wonder? I have no idea. What's her name? Robin Ruzan. And this last one is one of my favorites. The film also foreshadows Fiona's identity as someone other than a normal human princess. For instance... At one point, the trio walks through a bug-infested field, and Fiona uses a cobweb stretched mm-hmm. between two branches to ensnare the bugs. She wraps the web up into a candy floss-esque snack, and when she passes it to Shrek to eat, after she does this, she licks her fingers, yep. hinting she shares Shrek's appetite for gross food not usually edible for humans. Later, she says his weed rat recipe was so delicious and digs into it. Yeah, I do remember that. Obvious foreshadowing. I, obvious. Didn't even see it. I, I I definitely noticed like when she licks her fingers when I was like ooh oh there she is dude oh Mike Myers ex wife yep ex wife oh look how gross he is <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah it's Evanescence and fucking Gerard Way oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit I mean she probably could have gotten it anyway to, what's up girl yeah she's not bad would I yeah probably because I'm a of course animal. Hundred percent, you are. Yeah, whatever, wild dude. animal. Whatever, dude. Just like you are, dude. Just like you are. Just like you should be when you follow us on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes, and you can follow us over on our personals over at x chief underscore beef x and comic x Steve. Later. Later. This has been a ripe potatoes production.